This is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. We are very happy to have you guys back with us for another holiday edition episode. And this week we are doing holiday liquors. Now, Dad, what are you doing as yours and what are your snacks to go along with it? Oh, man, I am doing peppermint schnapps. Ooh. Oh, wow. You know, it's not something that is a tradition, but it sounds like a really good Christmassy drink. Oh, yeah. And then my snacks, I got a, I'm going to call it a Christmas cheese log. It's a smoky bacon style. So I think we'll like that. And then I've got some lamb T-bones and a red wine sauce. And then I've got peppermint bark. Oh, yeah. Is it like black and white or white and dark chocolate? It's brown chocolate on the bottom and the the uh, peppermint white on the top. All right. Sounds really good. I hadn't tried one yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, if they're anything like we used to sell at Wade and Snow, I'm sure it'll be delicious. Yes. And for this week, I'm going to be doing a coffee liqueur called Grind. It's called a Grind Espresso Shot. It's actually made by the Sazerac Distilling Company. And my treats to go along with it, I have a breakfast taco with bacon, eggs, and cheese. I have uh-huh. a little snack mix, just a standard kind of bar snack mix. And then two types of ice cream. We have peppermint ice cream and we have amaretto cherry cordial ice cream. So I'm trying to keep in the... In the holiday theme there. So, best on plates going to be another challenge with well, all those different choices. Well, that's, you know, it's, you know, we're uh, we're getting to be professionals here. So oh, we're, getting to be. We're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> we're not quite there yet. No. But we also, last week in our beer episode, we had a beer blind, and you actually did it last week. I blinded it. That's right. Do you remember what you called it? Well, I worked through it, and it was tricky. You were laughing over there, and I was sniffing it and i was looking at it and things just didn't seem to add quite up but then i decided this must be a blonde stout and you know what you i'm gonna go ahead and give it to you because that was the dragon's milk white bourbon barrel aged blonde stout all right or white stout so you you pretty much i'll give you that because it really didn't taste boozy like you would expect a bourbon barrel aged beer and and it really didn't taste like a normal stout didn't have that creaminess that a big heavy stout has, but it had that coffee on the nose. And then you open your eyes, and it's like this is white. Now, but it's, what, yeah, what's wrong with it? Yeah, it's a very it's a very good representation of a white stout white. or a mm-hmm. blonde stout. Well, I think we're are you ready to go ahead and get into our stuff for this week? I am. Are you going first? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go first. So once okay. again, just as a reminder, I have the grind espresso shot liquor and my snacks are i have a little breakfast taco a standard bar snack mix that has the rye chips the pretzels the breadsticks and then i have two different types of ice cream because it's warm in here and it's ice cream i'm going to suggest we go ahead and start with the ice cream and remember we have peppermint ice cream it's the last day of November, and what the temperature get to, Josh? I think Did it make it, it to seventy. It, it probably. I know it's sixty something. It probably got up there to seventy at one point today. Yeah, but so that's what we're gonna go ahead and get it started with. So there are two different ice creams. One yes. is the peppermint. Yes, one is peppermint, and the other is the amaretto cherry cordial ice cream. So it's kind of like a Queen Anne candy. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. And then this is a. A beautiful brown liqueur, chocolate. It looks like coffee. It looks like coffee, but on the nose, it 
really doesn't have a whole lot of coffee smell. Oh, really? I'm no. getting a whole lot of coffee, but I'm getting I'm not getting regular coffee. I'm getting specifically espresso. Espresso, amaretto type coffee. So almondy. You're getting kind of an almond flavor? I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to try it. Have you tried it yet? I'm trying it right now. This is actually from this, like I said, it's from the Sazerac Distilling, Distilling Group. Ooh, that's nice. And it's made with Caribbean rum, Ooh. coffee extract, espresso coffee, and then they actually do add a little bit of color into it to kind of give it that true, true color that we're looking for. But it's got a great taste on the mouth. It's got, it's really, really nice, smooth, delicious espresso flavor. Mm. And just a little bit of like a light sweetness to it. Not as sweet as like the Kahlua we had a while back. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to go really well with these ice cream. I see you getting in on that ice cream already. Well, I didn't want it to melt down to nothing. (laughs) So one ice cream is is a cherry base with some cherries, some almond extract, some almond flavor, and some little chocolate chips in it. And I kind of went with that one because it's, you know, Queen Anne's are a very holiday, holiday candy that's out there. And that goes almost absolutely perfect because that almond that's in that ice cream and even the cherry. So there's big, I guess you'll see it on the Instagram picture, but there's like big pieces of red cherry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maraschino. Yeah, there's big chunks of maraschino cherry. And then there's some specks of chocolate. So it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to, the way I thought about really having this was just pouring it over, like pouring the coffee, the coffee liqueur over the ice cream. Cause That's just, definitely a way to do it. That coffee flavor goes really well. Now, because the, this grind is not as sweet as the ice cream, mm-hmm. it does bring out a little bit of the bitterness, mm-hmm. but, it, I, but like you said, it goes really, really well. It's that kind of bitterness that you want. What's the ABV of it? 30, 40? The ABV on this is 30%. Okay. So just 60 proof. So it's a pretty easy kind of di- aperitif or digestivo. Mm-hmm. I consider this more digestivo. Dessertivo. Man, that goes really well. Digestivo. Yeah. The, uh, the peppermint goes really well. It, <laughs> I love peppermint coffees. So I was sneaking over here after I took a taste of peppermint ice cream. Oh, did you already, did you already take a sip of that peppermint snobs? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had to, Josh. I had to do a I had to do a texture comparison of the ice cream of the peppermint snops ice cream. Well, I guess it's not peppermint snops ice cream, but it's peppermint ice cream and then I had to compare that peppermint snops to it. Mm. Okay, the textures are totally different, but that sweetness and peppermint are like like between the ice cream and the snops. Yeah. Well, let's call it a wrap. We're done. <laughs> well, yeah, we start with dessert. <laughs> right. But this is a really good coffee liqueur. Like I said, it's from the Sazerac, or Sazerac Distilling Group. And did you know who else is under that? No, I don't. Who? So Sazerac also has as its brands, it has Colonel Taylor, Colonel E.H. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot a lot of brands hold on let me pull them up real quick but now are they associated as all with the sazerac bar so i don't think they are i don't i don't think so but i know that the the whiskey itself is kind of like the official okay. whiskey of the sazerac bar and okay 
the Sazerac cocktail. So it's obviously it's a New Orleans, it's a New Orleans kind of, mm-hmm. of group, right? But they have so many, so many different spirits. Like Sazerac, obviously Sazerac rye, Buffalo Trace. Oh, is underneath Trace. the Sazerac company. Colonel Taylor, Stag Weller, Blanton, obviously Blantons because it's top end, top end Buffalo Trace. Southern Southern Comfort. Oh man, that Southern Comfort might actually go well with that ice cream. Because you know, Southern Comfort is like cherry whiskey. Yeah. That might actually go really, really well. But the Sazerac Company owns a lot of whiskey. A lot of whiskey that we've well, probably before heard. I found the Pennsylvania Duck eggnog. Mm-hmm. I'd always get a good eggnog and get that Southern Comfort and put that in there. Oh yeah. Because that, that was really the way I did it until I found Pennsylvania Dodge. <laughs> now you'd have to do nothing but pour it in. Right. Well, so, you know, Myers, I mean, we're talking like Myers Rum. Oh, they're huge then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herb Saint, Grand Gala, Orange Liqueur. Oh, like, wow. They are a very, very large distilling group. And they do a lot, a lot of really good stuff. They do a, you know everything from kind of bottom base to mm-hmm. really, really high-end stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of why I think this, to me, just on the taste, I think it's better than Kahlua. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, reach up there in that cabinet, and we'll <laughs> we'll do a taste test comparison. I don't know if we need to do a side by side yet, but I like it because it's not as sweet as Kahlua, and uh, it's not as that's what I was going to say too. Viscous. So we might have to try a little bit of some coffee at some point. Yeah, I thought that was cheating. Well, <laughs> I thought about doing a. Another Cafe Correcto with I, this. Uh, I wouldn't have yelled. I think, yeah, well, it's not on the plate, so you know, we're not going there today, but we might have to try it later. You know what a fun cocktail idea would be? Is to do like a a coffee. Like, make it kind of look like it's a, a coffee and pour it into a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. Just pour this into a coffee cup and then top it with Walk some... Walk around the office? Top it with some foamed milk. Yeah, like some heated and steamed <laughs> foam milk, kind of yeah. make a, a alcoholic cappuccino because this has so much flavor, yeah. that coffee flavor to it. I think it would really work. Well, I do too. I think I may have to do that this holiday season. Yeah, maybe to try try that one morning when I don't have to go to work. Right now, we've talked about uh, coffee liqueurs before when we did the when we did the episode where you did Kahlua. Yeah. And while I'm talking about this, go ahead and feel free to go ahead and eat anything else. Is there any order? There now at this point, you know, it's it's all wax. Remind so me what's on my plate. So in bacon we we have the we have the bowl of snack mix, which mm-hmm. is the I think Giliettos. Yeah. Giliettos uh snack mix. And then we have a breakfast taco that's got cheese, some Swiss cheese, some scrambled eggs, and bacon. Yeah. And I see it's in a tortilla. Well, yeah, that's what makes it a taco. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to try that. And this, you know, a lot of these are like soak liqueurs, kind of like this one is. There's not a whole lot out there about this specific brand. Uh, they just talk about how they they really, really love good coffee. And why, why couldn't they just make a really good espresso spirit? So whereas in... Kahlua and some of the other coffee liqueurs out there are more mm-hmm. kind of in the line of like drip coffee. Mm-hmm. Not really that really bold espresso, espresso coffee, espresso bean. 
that they decided, you know what, let's go ahead and let's do it ourselves. Let's go ahead and make one that would be really good. And then they they just tested a whole bunch. They've got, for you coffee people out there, this is made with Arabica coffee beans, which are some really, really good coffee beans, especially for espresso. And then they just have a Caribbean rum. And they find they found the right balance with the the extracts and then the soaking. It came out absolutely, absolutely delicious in my opinion. Did you look for a DY? DY? No, I bet it's out there. You know there. Okay, so here's my thing. Yes, I'm sure it's out there. But if you can just buy it. But if I can buy it. What's the price point? That's what I'm just about to look up. If I can buy it, and just pop the bottle. I don't want to wait and shake and do all that. Like maybe, maybe if I was feeling frisky about it, but this is so good. Mm-hmm. This is so good. It's almost like, why, why, why take that time and try and figure it out? Mm-hmm. I can't find, I can't find the price real quick, but I think when I bought it, it was like 20 bucks. Even if it was 30, I'd still yeah. not worry about the it's it's really really good and you know it's just there was that thing called prohibition well yeah of course there was but that was almost that was over 100 years ago and i think we learned our lesson yeah (laughs) i don't think it'll happen again i don't think it's going to come back but if it does i'm going to go find i know people who make shine so yeah i'll just go to them oh man that's so good that is really good really it has even just that aftertaste of coffee grind Mm mm-hmm so how's it tasting with the breakfast Remember that blueberry compo? Yeah. That I made last week. You could use that. I could have put this in here and I think we'd have both loved it. So this little taco is really good. Now, it might not so when I when I eat a taco, I'm thinking I, I need some need some salsa, I need some margarita, I need something. <laughs> so it's not necessarily Hey, what are you laughing at? That you said <laughs> margarita. I did. So when I'm eating a taco, I like a margarita with it. And some salsa, so I don't really think about a coffee liqueur. Well, but what I'm starting to say is, this goes really good. mm -hmm. It's that thing that you don't think about that you could try. This is something for you listeners. Don't be afraid to try something like this. These, These are not matches in heaven. These are things that you won't normally think of. But why not try it? Well, how it I seems up, to be really working. Well, how I came up with this idea was I thought, okay, what goes well with coffee? When do you normally have coffee? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you have coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know this has that sweetness to it. I think some salt would be really good with this. I was like, oh, bacon. Mm-hmm. So you have bacon in the morning. You have bacon in the evening. You have bacon at supper time. But so coffee and bacon are going to go well together. I was like, well, I didn't just want to. Bacon, so I was like, "Well, why not do a little breakfast taco, like a mm-hmm. breakfast burrito kind of thing?" Mm-hmm. So, whereas, like, hey, holiday season's coming up, you're not really going to work. You talked about putting a splash of this in your coffee. There you go, or just have it right like this. have it by itself. Please make sure you eat a bunch of egg and, and mm-hmm. carbs and protein, so you don't get too shammered too early in the morning. But it that was kind of where I came with this pairing. Uh, it worked very well. Yeah, it does. The salt of the bacon. And a little bit of earthiness from the egg. That's right. So that that sweetness of that coffee and then that saltiness of the bacon, like you said, they go really well together. 
And this bacon is not fatty, so you're not having that fatty and sweet trying to fight each other. Yeah, I like my bacon between, like, blow on it and it crisps and it crumbles. Mm -hmm. Crisp. And I pick it up and it folds. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like my bacon there in the middle where it's got a little bit of crunch to it. And it's, but it's still got a little bit of its integrity. Right. And it's still, but it's still kind of got some chew to it. It's not right. just super crispy bacon. And this is, I've learned this after many, many years of cooking bacon. That That's kind of where I like it. I said this story before, but this, what you're describing is, man, when we were in Australia, that bacon hardly got to the fire. <laughs> it was, it was still mm-hmm. almost raw. Yes, it was cooked. And yes, we ate on it. But yes, I wanted to cook it more. <laughs> so where do you fall in the bacon spectrum? Oh, exactly where this is. Yeah. Maybe a little crispier. Yeah. But when you're cooking it, you really got to watch out for that. Because a little bit more crispy and you end up getting that, that real char, that burn. Yeah. When I was cooking this today, I almost you know lit the pan on fire because... I went to go take the Instagram pictures and had the last two pieces of bacon in there. And dad goes, it's burning, it's burning. And I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> so I had to run out, take the bacon outside, let the pan cool down, dump it out. Make sure I don't start a forest fire. But Luckily, that was only two pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the last two pieces, so I wasn't worried about it. I already cooked the other, you know, eight, eight pieces, but it was... You know, I'm very surprised by this. I think this this is a fantastic pairing, and there's mm-hmm. so much you could do with this because mm-hmm. I'm not very good at making fried eggs, and I don't particularly care for a fried egg. But I think that yolky, I think the yolkiness of a fried egg would be really good with this. Is that all it is? Just, it's scrambled. It's just a scramble. Yeah, it's just a quick scramble of some mm-hmm. eggs. Yeah. I, I leave my scrambled eggs a little bit runny. Right. Your mom doesn't like them like that. <laughs> I do. But. but I think if you could do like, I think some like cilantro or some really good breakfast sauces, like the breakfast sausage from last week. Yeah. I think that would be really good because that, that sagey herby mm-hmm. herbiness would go well with this. As long as it brought enough salt to the game with that runny egg, mm-hmm. I think it would go well. Chorizo would be good with this too, bringing a little bit of heat. Oh yeah, it would. Absolutely. Or even just, or like I said, the salsa. Yeah. Or um, pepper bacon, peppered bacon. Yeah. I'm not a huge peppered bacon fan. Well, it seems to be what happens with the peppered bacon is they go so extreme on the pepper that, you know, you're just eating this bacon and it's burning your mouth. Yeah. I hadn't tried the mix. Have you tried the snack mix? No, I haven't yet. I've just been eating this taco. So, have you ever had this one before? Mm-mm. Nope. So I was introduced to this by uh, my old neighborhood friends down in Argento. You know, Charlie Hart and mm-hmm. George and Melissa Collins and mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. There was one... My suspender came unpopped. Uh, there was one holiday season where we used to get together. We used to get together a lot over the holidays as a neighborhood. You know, Argenta here in, here in the Little Rock area is a small, small little neighborhood. With you know old houses that have been remodeled, I was living down there in a little rental, and got really close with these with these people, and you know we just did everything together. Like it was mm-hmm. old small time neighborhood mm-hmm. neighborhood kind of thing. Well, one one day George, like I'm pretty sure it was George, 
just poured out this little bit. Hey, try this. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And that whole holiday season, it just became like the neighborhood drink. Everywhere, everybody, everybody went and got a bottle. Everybody went and got like two or three bottles. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, you go to a party and there would be at least one bottle of grind or somebody else would bring a bottle. Mm. And because it's so sippable. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. so sippable. It's approachable in the morning. Yeah. And it's just a really approachable liquor to drink by itself. Right. You know, like like I joked, I kind of joked about it, but it really would be good with some steamed milk to kind of make like a cappuccino. Mm-hmm. Or you put it on ice with some milk or clotted cream, something oh, yeah. like, like it would just, it just has that really good coffee flavor that, you, I mean, you can make a great white Russian. Oh, absolutely. Or black, black Russian. White Russian's milk. Black Russian out of this. Or no, even with the milk. Well, yeah, even, you, a, you, a, even with cream, like a white Russian, one, maybe, or you know, espresso martinis are on their way back. Wow, they're they're starting to make a comeback. Uh, this would be a great liquor to use mm-hmm. in making an espresso martini. So I, I really, I really, really like like the idea of this. You know, on the on the grind website, uh, while you're getting into some of the snack mix, okay, um, they they have a bunch of different cocktail recipes. And one one of them's called Cowboy Coffee, and it's got you know this grind <laughs> bourbon and simple syrup and bitters, right. and that's it. And I saw I saw a cocktail. What well, happened to the sock? <laughs> the sock's already been used. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, when I, I also found a a a cocktail called the Revolver. Oh man, where you use a equal parts yeah of high high rye whiskey mm-hmm. so like bullet mm-hmm. you know because bullet bourbon bullet bourbon is a high rye bourbon or you mm-hmm. could even use the bullet rye which is 95 percent rye right uh, buffalo trace anyway you use that with the with this coffee you mix it together equal parts pour it out i'll reach back there and get <laughs> some almost, of that bullet <laughs> so that was something else i almost did as a pairing was a shot of was a shot of bourbon <laughs> we could have had the coffee the milk <laughs> and the bourbon. And the bourbon. I really almost and that would be it. I really almost did a flight of things I would mix with this. <laughs> like that's kind of where the ice cream came from, or you know, just some milk, or you know, another you know, some bourbon. So, listeners, talk to us. Tell us what you think about that idea. We could do this often and easy when we do our sippers. You know, coffee correcto. You know, mix it with whatever. We and don't get me wrong, we're still gonna have we can still have the cocktail episode and but just mix these in every once in a while when we do a liqueur or yeah. a liquor. Or maybe when we do liquors, one of our three is something we would mix with it. Oh yeah. Yep, yep. I mean they have a bunch of different stuff on the website. You know, they've got a spritz, they've got Caribbean coffee, a Tom Collins with it, which is this. Some gin, a lemon juice, and simple syrup, and club soda. So there's a lot. There's a lot that you can do with this, and I think one of the reasons you can do a lot with this is because it doesn't have that uber sweetness and that uber viscosity like some other coffee liqueurs do. Right, right. I think so. So how is it with the uh, with the mix? Well, the mix has a a spicy characteristic. Yeah, some like Worcestershire or something. It, yeah, something like that. And so that mixes 
with the sweetness of this coffee liqueur and does really well. It's a it's a complement to each other. It's not a like like or a or a total opposite, but they complement each other. What did you think? I hear you crunching over there. Yeah, that real earthy, really earthy flavor that the mix has goes well with the earthiness of the coffee. And the sweetness kind of carries it through, so the bitterness doesn't go. Yeah, doesn't go too far into the super bitter range, but it does give it a good depth depth balance to it. I like it. Yeah, this is really good. I think I'm gonna have to, you know, I think mom, I think mom would like this too. Oh yeah. So maybe if uh, if we hold true to our tradition of Christmas Eve gifts being bottles of liquor, maybe I'll uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll get mom a bottle of that. There you go. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of all I got with this one. You know, there's like I said, there's not a whole lot out there with this. It's super delicious, it, and it it went well with a lot of the things we had today. I think things to steer away from are things that aren't very strong in flavor. Right. So, you know, if you make a great Chex Mix at home, I think this would be great. I don't think this would great would be great with just like peanuts or like oh, a yeah. mixed nut right. kind of flavor. I would be very, I'd be very careful with this with things that you would have at lunchtime. You know, I don't know if it would go well with like ham or speed for things like that. But if you, I think if you like a bagel and lox, yeah, I think that would go I, I pretty would, well. I would try it, yeah, with a bagel and lox. Mm-hmm. That the something that's got big assertive kind of flavors to hold up to that coffee, I think would be are things that are going to go well with this right. when you have it by itself, right? Well, you ready to switch over then? All right, Dad, go ahead and remind us what you have as your holiday spirit and what our snacks are. Well, it's a peppermint schnapps is my spirit, but it's DeGrumper Blustery Peppermint Burst Smock. Look who. What's that? You'll have to see the Instagram picture of the bottle. It's uh, very colorful. And then as my snacks, I have a Christmas cheese log that's smoky bacon style. And then I have lamb T-bones in a red wine reduction sauce. And then I have peppermint bark. And that should be like the order in my mind because it's like appetizers to cheese. The lamb is the entree. Mm -hmm. And the bark is the dessert. Okay. Now, it's not something I normally drink. Peppermint schnapps. Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever seen you drink a schnapps. Any t- any any flavor of schnapps. Well, we got some butterscotch up in there too, and I don't remember why. That's probably mine. And I did blind you uh one time on this peppermint schnapps, and I think you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Yes. <laughs> it's in a, a sol- clear it's a clear liquid, and you're going, Man, that looks like water. It is salt. And then you take you. a sniff of it, and it's like so peppermint. So much mint, it's like there's only one thing that could possibly be. Yeah, and with it not being green, it's not creme de mint. It's exactly it punches you in the nose with peppermint. Right. And when we're talking peppermint, I think of like hard peppermints. Well me not- too. And that's that's the Christmas thing. So you get the little the crook peppermint and candy a lot cane. of people Yeah, the candy cane. And a lot of people just hang those on their tree. 
And then as the <laughs> Christmas season goes by, they pull one off, suck on it. My uh, my grandfather's sister always had peppermint candy canes in her house in a little, like a cookie jar. And so I, I kind of grew up around that when we went to see my grandfather. So that was always a, it's a, it's a big memory at least. Yeah. So go ahead and get into it. Well, so this is, it's pepperminty. It's viscous. It's, it's hot. What's the ABV on this? Is it only 30? Really? Yeah. Okay. So that some of that must just be coming from the peppermintiness itself. I think so. And it, it assaults you with peppermint and it hangs on for a long, long time. Right. That peppermint flavor. Yeah, it does. It lingers in your mouth. It coats your mouth totally. And it's not it's not a medicinal peppermint. It's not like toothpaste. No. It's not like toothpaste mint or gum. It really is like it's like you liquefied a candy cane. Exactly. It's like you melted down a candy cane and then added some alcohol. So snops is a German term for a strong alcoholic drink. Flavored with fruit or herbs and spices, even though the distillation process, you can mix ingredients with that neutral spirit. So, I mean, it, there's a whole gamut of what snops could be. Right. Peach snops. Oh, yeah. Like you said, the butterscotch. I mean, here's a picture on this webpage I'm looking at. And it's like, man, there's millions of them really like any flavor that you can have and this brand specifically has a whole whole lot of flavors uh these are not if you've ever been to germany or if you're from europe and you've had some really good european schnapps this is not really up to that quality level and it's not meant to be but it does add like you say a really good pepperminty flavor when i had it with just had it with the cheese it kind of takes over the snobs did Yeah. Yeah. Well, peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> the peppermintiness kind of took over. But I kind of get what you're doing because this is kind of a holiday tradition for a lot of people. Yeah. The cheese log, you know, the the cheddar cheese you know, mm-hmm. wrapped in almonds. Mm-hmm. And that, that cheese is smoky with bacon. Mm-hmm. Like it said. It kind of adds a little bit of smokiness to the, to the schnapps itself. But I, like you said, I just ate some cheese. And then I took a sip and just like, damn, you know, there went the smoke, it dissipated, there went the bacon, it dissolved, and we got peppermint. Yeah. The good thing about it is, like, the next bite you take, it does clear out of your mouth. Right. And then Snops is a type of distilled spirit, like I was saying earlier, but it refers to two totally different styles originating in Germany, real Snops. Spelled with one P, are made by fermenting fruit juices and the base liquor, and we are talking peak pure grain alcohol. Well, no, it's, it's not grain. It's not P. It's not PGA. It's distilled. It's fruit distilled liquor. fruit. Okay, and then the other is a strong, often clear distilled spirit, much like the lightly flavored vodka. Now, Snops in North America, on the other hand describes a category of sweet liqueurs ranging in flavor from fruits, apples, butterscotch, peppermint, root beer, it says. Mm-hmm. So I guess you go out and dig the 
the root beer, <laughs> the sassafras. And it says, in Europe, snops are often drunk straight, while in America, they are reserved for mixing drink. And, you know, 30%. Yeah, so this is this is definitely of the sweetened variety that was talked about there. It does have a, it does have a good bit of sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. It has that element of, of, you know, actual mint and the peppermint to it. And so I guess, so I just tried some of the lamb with it. Okay. Were you trying to go with the mint sauce thing with lamb here? No. Oh, okay. Because I didn't make it right. No, the the schnapps taking place of the mint sauce. Oh, yeah. Is that kind of oh, what yeah. you were? That's what, oh, I thought you meant was there mint in the sauce. No. No, no this is, the yeah, this is a. Okay, type of replacement. You know, I kind of, I kind of get that. It does, it does kind of bring that element of of mint to it. It does, though, kind of take over the peppermint. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, which is supposed to. Okay, so this is not, you know, like you just read. You know, this is not designed to be elegant. No, this is designed to make to be in cocktails or in shots. Well. And it could be designed, when you look at the Instagram picture, you're going to see a half pint. I think that's what this is. Mm-hmm. So somebody went to the liquor store, got that little half pint, put it in their back pocket, went down to the park, yeah. and sipped away. Or put it in the coffee. Or coffee correcto. Yeah. Made a, I, I think not the elegance of making a cocktail. Well, but so I, what, where I was going with that is I, when I first started coming into alcohol, I had friends of mine who would, you know, some of y'all have met on the podcast before, where we would get together and we would just kind of make a drink. Mm-hmm. One of them that we made was called the Merry Little Shot. And what it consisted of was equal parts of Bailey's and Godiva liqueur. Mm-hmm. And then we laced it. With peppermint schnapps, and if you did it right, you could actually get it to layer. Oh, okay. And so when you taste, when you shot it, because we we made it as a shot, when you shot it, it tasted like Christmas. Yeah, because <laughs> oh. it had that chocolateiness, the milk, the creaminess, and then that peppermininess. It was it was dang good. I haven't done one of those in a long time. Well, I haven't done a shot in a while. But it's a great little holiday shot because you get a lot of those flavors. Now, I think you could also do it with this grind. I think if I have some peppermint schnapps left over, I'm probably going to mix them together, the grind Uh-oh. and the peppermint schnapps, to, to kind of make you know a, a peppermint coffee. Because it does, it does play well with other. It mm-hmm. has enough flavor yeah. to play well. But it, like, like we've said so far, it does kind of take over. It does. But, like you said, I just tried the lamb and the peppermint schnapps. Uh-huh. Kind of gives that lamb mint yeah. taste. Yeah, it gives it that kind of minty flavor. like a To a higher level than what you normally <laughs> have with the mint. You know, when you, some places you get that, res, not a restaurant, but you get the mint. And you get the mint in that little container. Oh, yeah. Pull the la- layer back, a label back. Yeah. Spoon in a little. Yeah, the, the mint and jelly. Yeah, but this is a, a lot more to that. It's like you uh, had a small bite of lamb and then a big scoop of mint jelly and then licked the spoon clean. Do you have any ice cream left? 
I don't. I finished mine. Okay. Well, I was going to say, if you did, the peppermint and peppermint. Oh, yeah. That's a no-brainer. They went so good. (laughs) That's a no-brainer. So, you've never had this before, besides the time that we We obviously had it before, because it wouldn't have been in my cabinet. It's mine. Oh, it is? Yes. It's mine from when I moved. Oh. To Montana. So is the butter. So is the butter schnapps. Okay. I owe you. I owe you one. (laughs) (laughs) As you could tell, I really missed it, because I'm pretty sure I bought that bottle probably 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. So that's something, speaking of that, that's something to think about when it comes to the Coors and, and stuff like this, that they can hang on for a long time. You know, like I said, I bought, I bought this, honestly, this, this peppermint schnapps probably 10 years ago when I was about 25 years old. And these kind of liqueurs can actually hang around for a while. As long as there's nothing in them that's going to spoil or curdle like cream liqueurs. Right. These can hang around and be fine. Like this grind is probably from six years ago oh okay so they're not really going to go bad because there's nothing in them that's going to spoil but if there's something in them you know if, if you do make it yourself you know things can spoil but oh these, yeah but these are are fine to have for a while but like i said be very careful if you have any kind of irish cream or anything like that because exactly they will actually curdle yeah. They will become solid. Well, and I would think. No matter what they tell you about the alcohol content. I would think maybe the fruit snobs could have that problem as well. Only if there's real fruit in it. Because even if it's distilled from the juice, it's distilled. There's no, there's nothing in there that can go bad. Just like whiskey. Yeah, this says not they, cor- they The corn's a, not going bad. They use a fruit infusion. Right. It's so, like gin. Yeah. So I guess you're right. Yeah. So like like you said, there's a there's a lot of different ways you can do schnapps. You can do schnapps where you have where you distill the actual fruit juice or the fruit base, like macerated fruit. You can distill like you would a vodka and then you can infuse the fruit flavors or other flavors like you would a gin. Or you can do something a more long the lines of what we're having now, where it's most likely some kind of PGA or pure grain alcohol that has that's been introduced with some sweetness and some other flavorings to lower right. that alcohol right. down and to give you that stability in the flavor. Right. So, yeah, I I think you know I think you could make it much higher. I I don't know. If there's any rules about it. I couldn't find anything like that. But you know, this could run up into the. 80 proof or 40 percent yeah just like a bourbon oh man but that would be so hot yeah this is hot it would not really be i think a lot of that hotness though josh is is the alcohol yes but that peppermint zing that you're getting right but what i'm saying is imagine that peppermint zing with the alcohol burn with 40 percent with 40 percent of yeah, it would be it would be very hot. It would yeah. be very, very hot. So, but this is good lamb. Tell us how did you cook this lamb again? It was a wine reduction sauce, and then I took the these are those little t bones, and I seared them real good. You know, about two to three minutes aside, and then put that in, and it was like a a uh, container with the lid. Like a little pyrex container. Pyrex and had that sauce 
both on the bottom and the top above the, the lamb. And I think we cooked it mm -hmm. 40 minutes or so. But that reduction sauce takes longer. You got to yeah. get that cooked for quite a while. So you make the reduction. Right. And kind of the, you kind of pre-stew. Yes. That down and then add it in so you, it'll, it kind of quickens your braise a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that's good. What? The peppermint bark. Well, I, I'm hoping so. I mean, it's good. It's it's sweet by itself. Mm -hmm. They should be a isn't it a like like comparison? Mm -hmm. Now, is this milk chocolate? Uh, Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay, it's Ghirardelli, so I don't know if that matters whether it be milk or chocolate chocolate. Yeah, that adds a really good depth to it. It kind of brings it out a little bit, and I I mean that that to me works really well. I think this is. I think this is best suited for dessert because of the sweetness. And like you said, the ice cream went really well with it. I think this would be great with either of the ice creams that we had tonight. The amaretto cherry mm -hmm. will, go, will go really well with it, too. And just like you had, so there's, there's great cocktails. So this one shows um, peppermint schnapps, one ounce, a half ounce of vodka. Now, I don't know why we had to add vodka. One and a half ounces of cream to cocoa and one and a half ounces of heavy cream. Peppermint candies is a garnish. And yeah. it's and it's served up. Yeah, it's like a like a peppermint espresso. Or a peppermint martini. Right. And there's you know it listed we talked about the white Russian a minute ago, but it's listed right here uh as one of the drinks. A snowflake peppermint cocktail. A Christmas cookie cocktail, <laughs> all kinds of all kinds of drinks here. Oh yeah, this is like I've said before. This is a really cocktail friendly, cocktail friendly liqueur, schnapps. Mm -hmm. um, it would be you know it's fun to it'd be fun to play around with during the holiday season. And oh, see right what, here's a white peppermint bark martini. There we, you <laughs> we got it right here. There you go. Let me guess. This some white Godiva liqueur and some like Bailey's. Fill it, and we'll we'll see what it says. Ounce of white chocolate liqueur, an ounce of peppermint schnapps, two ounces of half and half. So nope. they don't really have the bark <laughs> like we have in our hand. Well, some peppermint bark is just white chocolate. Yeah. Well, this is this is good, Dad. You ready to do some best on plate? Yes. Let's start with your plate. Let's see. I have to remind myself. We got the ice cream, the taco. And the snack, mix. snack. I'm going to have to go with that taco. Yeah. And the coffee liqueur. I mean, you don't think of those together, but you've got the bacon and you got the eggs. So you got the breakfast thing going and then you got the coffee liqueur. So if we made a coffee correcto with that, mm -hmm. it'd be probably to die for. Oh, yeah. It'd be really good. Um, I think that was really good, but I really, really like the ice creams. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't. I think to me the ice creams were the best on plate. Well, which one, or both? Can you pick which one? So I think the for me the peppermint, the peppermint was my favorite because I really enjoy this time of year peppermint coffees. Mm -hmm. So like peppermint mochas, mm -hmm. cappuccinos with peppermint. I really really enjoy those. So I think to me that was probably my favorite of the ice creams mm. for that reason. Oh, I like that cherry one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll leave it here. 
that yeah. would have been my that would have been my best of the ice cream. Yeah. All right. So, what about on your plate? What was your favorite pairing on your plate? Man, that's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, because everything you had was very, very different. Well, you know, I always loved lamb, and the peppermint acted like the mint to go with the lamb, and the the bark. I mean, you can't go wrong with chocolate peppermint bark. Yeah. Regardless of what you're drinking, and we're drinking the peppermint. But I enjoyed the flavor and the texture of the cheese because it's the holiday kind of cheese, that smoky bacon cheese with that peppermint, and it just layered over it. And the next thing, like I said earlier, that smoke going away, the bacon's not there. Right. You got the peppermint laying there in your mouth, and it's tech. It's the you got this whole texture in your mouth, and then it's like, I'm going to try some more of that cheese. <laughs> and then you just start over. Yeah. So that was best on plate to me. They were all three great. Yeah. I'm going to go with the peppermint bark. Okay. I think those played so well together. And, like, I was able to continue to taste both throughout the entirety of, of oh, having it. Yeah. So I, that's, I really, really enjoyed that part. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I think uh, we've got a blind coming up, don't we? Yes, I, I'm ready to blind you. All right, we'll get it poured up. All right. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get this blind going. So Dad has got me poured up a liquor here. It is clear. Um, so that tells me a lot that it is not barrel-aged. It is can be a variety of distillates. But it is most likely not a whiskey. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a quick sniff. Okay, so this is a clean, clean spirit. It has a lot of really clean flavors. It's got some uh, kind of uh, spruce trees, some kind of some berries on there as well, some light citrus that's going on back there. Is that an IPA? No, because it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> They've made a clear IPA, man. I, I need to uh, figure out what they're doing. There's a lot going on to it. There's some, you know, like I said, some woody elements, some piney elements, some of that kind of juniperiness. There's some citrusy there, just on the nose. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of sweetness on the, Some more sweetness on this than I was kind of expecting initially. More citrus also on the palate. Uh, but that uh, sprucey, juniperiness, the woody characteristic is still there. I'm going to go ahead and give this another taste before I go ahead and tell you what I think it is. Okay. So, what I think this is, I think it's a gin. I think it is a higher alcohol gin as well. I'm not positive as if I'm going to say it's a Navy Strength gin, um, but it is very, very warming. Mm-hmm. But it has all the markers that I would expect in a gin. It's got the citrusiness, it's got the woodiness, the earthiness, the juniper, and that, that spruciness going on to it. Okay. So, I'm going to say that it is a gin, and it possibly could be like a navy strength gin but i'm not gonna i'm not confident enough to say that if it's not a navy strength gin what would you think if it's not if you oh you want me to go to distiller if it's not a navy strength it's just a gin oh okay <laughs> yeah it's just a gin i i'm i could i couldn't tell you the difference between a london dry gin and extra dry gin and we're gonna have to work on that and all those we're gonna have to work on that um <laughs> so if that's what it is it but it it is <laughs> <laughs> from it what he true. just said and from what I'm tasting, I would be very, 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 very surprised uh, if this is not a gin. Okay. 
that's your final answer. Sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So, right. well, Dad, this has been a really good episode. I'm excited to try some of this stuff during the holiday season and to hear, you know, listeners send us, you know, tag us in cocktails that you make uh, during the holiday season, even if it's not with these liquors. Um, let us know what you're drinking. We'd love to see that. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, you know, we're on the socials on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We may possibly dip our toes into TikTok. Whoa. Um, yeah. So if you're out, if, if you're out there on TikTok, uh, you know, look for acquired tastings, uh, see if we're going to be doing, if we have anything posting out there. And if you'd like us, you know, share us or help us trend on TikTok. But next week, uh, next week is going to be a wine week. That's right. And what are we doing for the wine week, dad? Giantes. Oh, okay. Aren't we? That sounds great. Sounds great to me. <laughs> So what uh, what Chianti are you going to do? I'm going to do a Chianti Classico. Okay. And decided exactly which uh, which winery, but Chianti Classico. All right. Well, and uh, for my Chianti, I'm going to be I've got a couple ideas um, that I'm going to bring it down to. So be watching the socials. It's going to be a, an exciting reveal to see what Chianti Dad is going to bring and what Chianti that I'm going to be bringing. So, Dad, once again, this was a great. I think it was. It turned out all right. Yeah, it turned out turned out real well. Like I said earlier, we're looking forward to seeing what you guys are drinking this holiday season. We hope that you are having a wonderful holiday season, whatever winter holiday is that you celebrate. Uh, we are here behind you, and we hope you enjoy that. Tag us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and let us know what you guys are drinking this holiday season. We'd love to see it, and we really appreciate all of you who are coming out to listen to us. We've had a real big jump in listenership, and we are very, very appreciative of you guys doing that for us. So, on that note, this is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye.